Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Keep calm and control yourself. Control yourself. The Bible says that uh, it says the works of the flesh are lust, adultery, lying, all these things, but the fruit of the Spirit. That's our first scripture. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. And I love that. I love the order. Love and then joy. <clears throat> you should always quickly add joy to the things you love. Wine is a symbol of joy. Jesus' first miracle <laughs> was at a love fest, I mean a wedding. <laughs> so he's at a wedding, they ran out of joy, I mean wine. Jesus said, I wasn't going to do this, but you got to have that joy. Keep the party going, go ahead, keep the party going. Quickly add joy to what you love or you'll love it less every day. If you love your job, enjoy it. If not, it's a countdown to you losing heart for it. If you love your spouse or your friends, add joy to the time you're together. Otherwise, you'll love it less every gathering. You'll walk into your house and just start rolling your eyes instead of loving and enjoying who you're married to. Quickly add joy to the things you love. Otherwise, it's a countdown to it dissipating. Lately, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I don't know. I don't know if it's an exclusive or I don't know what I'm about to say. I just feel, I feel transparent right now, so I'm kind of scared. But I'm like over the industry. I'm done with the music industry completely. This has been about four or five years now. I'm like, ugh, I cannot stand the industry. I'm appreciative of what it has done for me in my career, notoriety, popularity, blah, blah, blah. The system, the protocol, the politics, I hate it, okay? If you ain't got money or relationships or ain't sleeping with somebody, you ain't going to rise to the top, just like the world. It's an industry. It ain't, no, but this is gospel. It's the industry. <laughs> gospel industry is not in the Bible, nor did God establish it. Man did that for some money, period. So after a while, I come up, no wait. Hey, by the look at them, look at them, hundred people on stage with school uniforms. Who that? I got the victory. The, hey! Every Monday we rehearse. No engagements. Every Monday we rehearsing. We enjoyed it. We loved it, so we added joy to it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? After a while. When your manager keeps telling you, hey, you got to get them sales up. Let's get a song on the radio. Let's write a radio song. Now you got to write like an industrialized song. So now you, <laughs> you're either going to serve the industry or serve your joy. So I found myself compromising. All right, let me just put this out so people know I'm alive. Let me put out a song that makes sense to people, but I got crazy songs like Work It Out and stuff like that. But let's do, let's, let's just do something. So after a while, I, 
I don't, I don't enjoy it no more. I love music, but I don't enjoy it like I used to. Because I allowed the industry to take the joy from what I love. I told my wife, this next album, I'm going back to the joy. I'm, fuck, I can't wait. You all right? You don't got to be excited. I got enough joy for myself for about 10 more albums. Never lose the joy connected to what you love. If it's not there, add it quickly. No sense in loving something or somebody and not enjoying them or it. No sense in being at Thanksgiving where I love all my family, but you are so irked that they're in the building. Oh, what you need? What you need? Get out of my cabinets. Get out of that kitchen. What you need? I told you to tell me. Get out. You don't enjoy their presence, but you love them. Nah, man. Them days is over. Done. Done. Quickly add joy. That's not even the point I was going to make, but that's a good point. <laughs> love. When you love something, add joy, and that'll bring peace to it. <laughs> and you're willing to suffer long. I'm willing to suffer long. I'm willing to have long suffering with that, and I'm willing to be gentle with it. Gentleness. Uh, this is all good, y'all. I don't want to break this all down, but, man, long suffering is a fruit of the Spirit. It's proof that you have God on the inside. Fruit is results. So the results of the spirit is suffering long. Yeah, I want to say that just one more time because this culture is like, hey, if it don't happen, hey, I turned around three times. All right, uh-uh, that's it. This, this generation, <laughs> I DM'd her twice. She ain't serious about marriage. DM, I mean, what? Do you know her? Do you know her? What you, <laughs> she ain't serious. I DM'd her three times. Long suffering. You're not a punk if you suffer long. You're godly. You're spiritual. You're mature. All right. Uh, let me get off of that really quick. Gentleness. Why is our church people so mean? I can't take it. Fruit of the Spirit is not looking deep. So your bishop got the spirit when he mean. Where's the gentleness, bishop? You should be the nicest person in the church. You should be the poster boy for the fruits of the spirit. Watch out, don't let bishop, because you know bishop was the hill. What? I'm sorry, bishop, you should have long suffering though. Ain't that right? You can't assume the position of leadership and not and attempt to embody or demonstrate the fruits of the spirit. But we like that though, we empower them, y'all know that, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, if, I hear, if I hear, if I hear something that I don't particularly like or enjoy, I, I'm not the be all end all, but if I don't particularly enjoy it, whether it's a preacher, singing, music, somebody's outfit, it don't matter, just something, somebody's hair, y'all, we all do it. You'll be like, who let them do that? Who let them walk out the house like that? Who? So somebody singing, what a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, our sins and grief. 
No, ain't no how, y'all. Sit. If they're in church doing that and people are like, go ahead and sing from you. I'm mad at y'all. I'm not mad at her. She thinks she's okay because of y'all. So bishops walking around with an attitude, I blame the church. Bishop, you good? You want to cancel service tonight and try next week? Because you ain't looking like long-suffering meekness, goodness, gentleness, peace, joy, or love right up in here right about now. We empower this dysfunction. Care who you are. You ain't Jesus. Give honor where honor is due, but do not empower dysfunction. I'm sorry. So, all right. Uh, uh, goodness, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, which means I can, but I want temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are uh, Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. I ain't got time to go into all of that. All of that. But the fruit of the Spirit is temperance. Self-control. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Not a 12-step program. Self-control is not outside of the Spirit. You need the Spirit to have self-control. Ooh, this reveals the, 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 uh, the function of the Holy Spirit. The fact that it is a fruit of, the fact that self-control is a result of the Spirit, it exposes the function of the Holy Spirit. I am here to help you. The Spirit is here to help you have self-control. Because if it's like self-control, that means I got it. It's on me. Self-control, it's on me. It's, it ain't the Spirit. No, I need the Spirit to help me help me have self-control. I need the Spirit to help love. You can go down the list. The fruit of the Spirit, not the fruit of a good attitude. Or, no, if you got the Spirit, it helps you love. Helps you add joy. Helps you have peace. Help you, you understand what I'm saying? Doesn't make you, but it helps you. Okay, we got that? Self-control. I kept saying it Sunday, and this kind of triggered the message today. I kept saying, own that thing. Own that. If it's your peace, own it. Don't let nobody take your peace and then give it back. Whenever they feel like scaring you, you don't have peace or whatever. They, no, you don't feel secure based on outside stuff. Own your It's yours. It's yours. Control that thing. It's, 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 it's yours. Your peace, your joy, your happiness. God wants us to control ourselves. All right, can I, can I put it in perspective? Most people, when I think, when, when I say self-control or control yourselves, you're, you're thinking, okay, I got to do better at refraining from. So all y'all thinking about the things you have to stop. <laughs> no, self-control is not just stop. It's starting. These are not stops. None of these are stops. No, I need control to love. I need to control, I need to control my mind and my heart so I can do, not just to stop doing. I need self-control to be and remain happy. That's where I'm going. I almost fell. That's where I'm going. Shoestrings ain't tied. That's where I'm going with this. I need self-control to remain happy. I need to control that happiness because I put it in the hands of whatever. 
and you're up and down if that situation or person is up and down. So you, you're, you don't own your happiness. You have no temperance. If your attitude and your mind is up and down and in and out and he cuts you out, now your day is messed up. She didn't call you back, so now that's t- you have no temperance. You can't even control or embody your happiness for, th- throughout a situation. How, oh, are y'all hearing me? How you lose your happiness? Con- control it. That's what temperance is. I'm keeping that. I'm dictating, oh God, where to release happiness. I'm dictating what to put happiness in. I'm dictating where to put my joy. I'm controlling that. Y'all, now, are y'all with me? It's the whole sermon, so you can leave now and listen to the rest. It's yours. It's your. Why are you not happy right now? I ain't got no job, and I, uh, uh, who can? Who cares? You ain't have a job when you was four. So you need a job to be happy? Nobody's going to be happy until they graduate. Like, what? You no job to... Okay, let's get into it. It's too up and down. Here we go. God, everybody say, God wants me to have self-control. Okay, here we go. And God said, let, let us make man in our likeness, in our image, right? And let them have dominion. We talked about this a while ago in the studio, me and the fellas. Let them have dominion. Here is God saying, let them have dominion. God took, oh, y'all got to hear this. God took himself out of the equation. Okay? He says, let's create man. Let's do this earth thing. Let's let earth look like heaven. We're going to run heaven. They run earth. He backed out. They run it. If you invite God in your situation, he'll show up. If you don't, it's on you. So stop getting mad at God. You, you see my problem where well, you ain't invite me. He's not obligated to move because he sees. He's not obligated to help just because he can. He sat there and watched Peter drown. Until Peter invited him. Lord, save me. Look at your neighbor and say, get to inviting, please. You got a lot of situations where you need the help of the Lord, and you're sitting there mad that you're drowning, and all you got to do is say, Lord, save me. Somebody say, save me. He said, they got it. Let man run it. Let men have dominion, which means let them dominate. Talk about control, self-control. Let them dominate the earth. They're going to dominate the trees, dominate the fish, dominate the beasts, dominate the birds, dominate the land. Dominate. What are you dominating? First thing you're called to dominate is yourself. Okay? So he gave Adam, you have dominion. You run all of this. And by the way, don't eat of that tree. Now, not only am I over all the stuff, I got to be over me. I got to not eat of the tree. I got to have self-control. He created you to dominate. A lot of us are not happy. We're talking about happiness. And I know, you know, happiness sometimes is hard to preach because it seems carnal or it seems like, yeah, good. Thank you for that. Live is different. So let me stop saying that. 
A lot of people are not happy or enjoying life because Jesus said, I come that you might have life. And that what? Say it again. And that what? More abundantly. Okay? We know it. It's time for us to experience it and live it. All right? Why are we not experiencing life more abundantly? Why does it seem like Christians are like deteriorating and perishing and, and, getting, and getting worse? When I was growing up, Christians looked worse than the world all the time. Hair was never done. I'm just thinking about everybody I know. You give me a second, I'll be back. I mean, not even lip gloss, just white, ashy, powdered donut lips like, hi, praise the Lord. Why? I mean, we look like the most deteriorating, frail species in the world. Like, praise him. How you doing, son? Why are you, you 26? Why are you limping? <laughs> nothing was glorious. Nothing is glamorous. Not, and not that I'm saying be glammed up. I'm not saying that <laughs> at, at all. But man, where's your, when you feel good and you are happy, your wardrobe expresses it. You, when you come out, oh, hold on, let me get this. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You gonna fix that? Oh, that brow is different than that one. I'll be right back. Give me a second, ladies. I needed y'all, ladies. Where y'all go? Where y'all go, lady? This one is different than that one. I thought I <laughs> don't act like y'all ain't start all over and erase. Be late for church. <laughs> they gotta be even, unless you got a bang. You just swoop that bang right there like, I'm good, I'm good. Just have one good, I'm good. <laughs> just a bald eyebrow and then a fleek eyebrow, like, boom. They don't praise too hard, it's just like this. Because like, I got to keep that bang right over that bald eyebrow. The eye, that's why you shout cute, because it's a bald eyebrow under the bang. Tell your neighbor there's a bald eyebrow somewhere. How about hiya, 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 hiya. You got to find that thing. Woo, glory. You got to go on a date and say, hey, babe, look over there real quick. And when she do that, look. Hurry up and look. Look, babe. There's a bald eyebrow somewhere. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, God, I love you. <laughs> Stop playing. We are in church tonight. You <laughs> Do you know, do you know you can be in a hopeless situation and not lose hope? Do you know that you can be in a, a hopeless situation and not lose faith and hope? Right? People perish not because they go through things. People perish for lack of knowledge and without vision. Ooh, without vision. The people perish. Is that up there? For where there's no vision, people perish. But he that keepeth the law happy is he. So the context here is happiness. Context here is happiness. So if I keep vision, I can remain happy. Okay. What do you mean by keep vision? Whatever situation you're in, the ability to see beyond it. I'm broke now, but I got a plan. By 2020, okay, y'all. My account don't look like what I wanted to do now, but I got a plan. I got a vision. 
Woo! So I don't cry when I get that receipt out the ATM. I'm on a mission. I got a plan. I got a, I got a vision. No, I can't go out to eat tonight, but next month, watch, watch, watch. No, I can't hang out tonight, but wait till 2020. I'm treating all y'all because I got a vision. Tell your neighbor next time, my treat. I got a vision. I got a plan. I see something beyond this. I see beyond what I see now. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. I see it. I see where I'm going to be. I see how I'm going to live. I see how I'm going to dress. I see how I'm going to I see how I'm going to walk. I see how I'm going to think. I see who I want to hang with. I see who I want to marry. Look at your name and say, I see it. I see it. I see it. That's why I can smile in a storm. I see beyond it. I can smile in the fiery furnace. I see beyond it. Does anybody see yourself better in here? If you never see yourself better, you'll deteriorate. You'll begin to perish. Where no vision is, not where no success is. You can be unsuccessful and still happy. And I said unsuccessful like this. Quote, unquote, for those of you listening to the podcast, you can be quote, unquote, unsuccessful according to social standards and still have joy and happiness beyond successful peers. Because I'm not living in reality. I'm living in revelation. Y'all quiet now. Where y'all at, Liv? I live by revelation. And revelation says I'm above only. I felt that above only and not beneath somebody say I'm above only everything is under me everything is under me that's why I don't get an attitude that's beneath me that's why I don't gossip that's beneath me that's why I don't lie and cuss and fight that's tell your neighbor that's beneath me I'm above only that's my vision So if I'm in a situation where I appear under, I still have joy because I believe I'm above only. So this can't be it. This can't be it. If you don't have a vision for your marriage, you'll want to divorce after every argument. I knew it. 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 I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Look at her. Don't take my bag. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to use it for an example. It's okay. I saw your little $50 in there. I wasn't going to touch it. I saw your little 50. That's why she didn't want me to take it. It wasn't nothing personal in there. It was a scarf and a $50 bill. That's it. <laughs> pastor, no, 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 Pastor, Pastor. Nobody's going to take your money. All right, we in church, stop playing. But it is March Gladness. Laugh, 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 laugh. If you don't have a vision for your marriage, you'll want to quit after the first argument or the first seven. If you don't have a vision for your personal life, how you want to make money or whatever, you'll be depressed every day on your job. You could be on your job every day like, it's cool, this ain't it. See, thank you, that's for you. This ain't it. Everybody got an attitude, but you at your cubicle like, because this, this ain't it. Because somebody screamed, this ain't it. 
Oh, there's more coming in my life. I see more. I see greater. I see prosperity. I'm getting out of this office and I'm a ooh. <laughs> Get ready for overflow and increase. Live in the name of Jesus. I see more than this. I see more than this. I can skip into work on Monday. Because this is not all there is to me. When you get sad based off of where you work, you bind yourself to that level. You accept like this where I'm going to be for them. No! Man, y'all, don't ever be sad. If you won't have vision, you will, be de- you will hate your job. You will be depressed. Well, you can hate your job. You will be depressed and sad every day. You'll be late every day like, you late again, Quincy? All right, all right, I know. Because Quincy thinks he's always going to be there. But Gerald, somebody say, oh, Gerald. Gerald got a vision for his life. He walked right by Quincy like, excuse me, Q. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Why are you so happy? Because I see more than just this job. I see more than my ugly boss. I see more than them nagging co-workers. I see more. (laughs) Not even more. I see beyond. Vision is seeing beyond. Woo! They should mount up. Anybody got vision beyond what's in front of you right now? Tell your neighbor, mount up, come up. If you can't see it, come up, come up, come up. I want to show you something. There's more. You're looking at the mountain, but there's something on the other side of the mountain. Somebody just scream, I see more. So my happiness is sustained as long as I have vision. My wife and I reached a certain place in our marriage, and it's beautiful. I still see, I still see where it can go, which is going to keep me happy until we get there. And then when we get there, the minute you lose vision, it's the minute you begin to deteriorate and perish. Never lose vision. Ask God for it. If you have to be, if you have to be in a place for a season, please ask God for vision. The children of Israel lasted 40 years because they saw the promised land. He told us, we saw land flow with milk and honey. We're going there. We're going there. Abraham was there. Our fathers were there. We're going there. They endured heat, dry places, food falling out the sky. Like, see, they endured all of that because that wasn't all they saw. You can endure wildernesses if you got vision in it. Never lose Whatever you lose vision for is about to be out of your life. It won't be in your life long if you don't have vision for it. Your friends, if you don't have vision for them, if you're, if you're homie right now, you don't see them in your life five years, take all the pictures which you can, that you can with them now. Because if you don't have vision for even your friends, they're not going to last. Ask your friend, you got vision for me or no? Because I ain't going to be sitting up here giving you a ride every week and you ain't even got no vision for me, man. You feel me? (laughs) I ain't giving you a ride every week and you don't even see me in your future. (laughs) Stop playing, y'all. Be nice. Okay. Vision 
keeps your happy on top. It keeps your happy on top. I'm going through all this is crazy, but I got vision. Vision keeps your happy on top. Your kids, you can have a young kid, you can, your kids just get on you. I'm not saying he does, but your kids just, oh, but they're going to grow up one day. Oh, and bless me and go get the remote control for me. That's my vision. That's all I got for my kids. That's all they need to do. Get me that control and some juice. That's my vision for my kids. <laughs> Some of y'all think that's wrong. I think I'm easy to please. Just kidding, y'all. I do have vision for my kids. All right. Vision keeps your happy on top. If you find yourself falling under stress, falling under depression, you've lost sight of the vision. And I'm not saying you don't have one, but when you get sad, when you get down, remind yourself, I see more than this. Amen? Well, okay, thank y'all for coming. Oh, you, my wife like, okay, wait, I'm not closing yet. <laughs> Paul said he was content. He was content. He said, not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content. And, uh, Amplify says, and self-sufficient through Christ. Satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy. Ain't that good. I'm content to the point where I'm not disturbed nor uneasy in any situation. Look at your neighbor and say hashtag unbothered. Just so y'all can see it. Unbothered. I am not disturbed. Everybody say I am not disturbed or uneasy. satisfied to the point where I am not. That's what we need to get you to. Now, this is not absent of problems. I got problems, but I'm not disturbed. I'm not uneasy. I trust God. I'm secure. I got what he, all things work together. Okay, so why does all trouble trouble us? Why does all trouble trouble us? When are we going to get to the point where trouble is present, but we're not troubled? Paul said we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Troubled on every side, but I'm not stressing. That's some vision for you. You can be in trouble, but not troubled. That's where we got to get the people of God to that point. That's where I'm trying to empower us right now tonight. This doesn't mean absent of issues, challenges, problems, sicknesses, rainy days, whatever you say. It's not absent of that. All right? It's right in the midst of that. I'm not disturbed nor uneasy. Let not your heart. Okay. I'm going to keep drilling some things that you guys have heard because this, this is the month where I'm just going to drill those things. Okay? He said, I'm not disturbed nor uneasy regardless of my circumstance. I know how to get along and live humbly. Look at this. In difficult times. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. So I know... <laughs> How to, I, know how to get, I know how to get by and live when I ain't got much, and I know how to enjoy abundance. I'm very balanced. That's what Paul is saying. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. He says this, I, next one, I can do all, there it is. Look at that context. Now, you see how I went into that scripture? 
He don't mean I can lay hands and somebody's going to, no. I, I can handle life circumstances. I can, I can do this. Life throws me a debt. Okay, I can do this. Okay. That's I can do all things through Christ. That's what he's talking about. No, I can sing and the church will fall out. He's not talking about doing that. He's talking about doing life. Okay, here we go. I can do all things. I can do that. Trouble, I can do that. Prosperity, I can do that. Sickness, I can do that. Health, I can do that. Rich, I can do that. Not a lot of money, I can do that. Hungry, I can do that. Too much food, I can do that. I can do all things. Can you do it? Through Christ. That strengthens me. Okay, we know that sufficiency. I'm ready for anything to be equal. I love all of that. I love that industry of peace. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Who do you think you are? This is my first closing. How many I got left? All right, Liv. <laughs> who, action neighbor, who do you think you are? Mm, 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 mm. Whoever you think you are, that's who you dress like tonight. That's how you talk. My daughters now are saying fitna. I said, I will not conform to the enemy. I'm from up north and I will remain. We say, bow to I'm about to go to the store. I'm like, hey, kids, let's go out to eat. Ooh, we fitting to eat. Who My daughter could get in the car, but not, I don't know who that is. That's who they think they are. They think they're Floridians, what they are. Okay, they are. But you begin to speak, sound, dress, look like who you think you are. Yeah, so I don't judge people by their clothes, but it says something about who you think you are. I don't judge people by their speech, but it says something about who you think you are. <clears throat> you understand what I'm saying? You're like, yo, what up, Ty? You good? Cool, homie. All right, yo, so I'm gonna, okay, you hood. Got it. You just, you the street boy. Got it. Okay, how you doing, street boy? You good? Okay, street boy. Nice to talk to you, street boy. Because you think you... Yeah. I mean, I, I'm from Camden. I'm from, the, I'm from there as well. However, different platforms that I've been put on, I had to like, kind of like upgrade my vocabulary and presentation so I can be more broad, have more broader reach. You understand what I'm saying? So when I saw myself more as a, a thought leader for this generation, I started to study more and change how I spoke, dressed sometimes, all of that, because I see myself as a thought leader for this generation. I do. You don't have to say I am. I, I think I am. You don't have to say it. That's cool. But that's the whole point. I'm controlling myself. I'm not telling you to think that of me. That's the whole point of the night. Regardless of who, what, who thinks what. I know ugly people who carry themselves like they cute. All right, then. Some of y'all out there like, Pastor, you one of them, so. <laughs> Who said you right? <laughs> but you ever see somebody that you don't particularly find attractive, but they carry themselves like the most dainty little. <laughs> and you don't think they a bit of. <laughs> it's the walk, like, it's the dainty. <laughs> 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 
ugly. And guess what? It doesn't matter. That's the point I'm trying to get to. We need that type of self-control too. We need that type of temperance. Because soon as somebody who looked cuter than us or whatever come around, you just, oh, you just crumble like, oh, oh. I, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I'm not, my stuff. No, sit, sit right here right next to her. Stop it. Comparison is a thief of your happiness as well. Well, I wasn't even going to say that. Let's talk about that for a second. Comparison is a thief of your, you will never be happy as long as you compare. Because as soon as you compare yourself to somebody and then you're better than them, you're going to find somebody better than them that you got to compete with. So once you're a better singer than her, somebody in Europe is 14 and, oh, man. As soon as you beat the 14-year-old, there's somebody in Asia who's 12. Like, man, you'll never be happy comparing yourself. So just own you. I have a question for you, Liv, in my one and a half closing. If you don't like yourself, who would you like to be? Exactly. You are fearfully, wonderfully made. Just say, God ain't make no mistakes with this one. Just, just dust your own shoulder off for two seconds, y'all. This ain't conceit. This is some old good old confidence. This is some good old fearfully and wonderfully made swag right here. Dust your shoulder off and say, he ain't made no mistakes with this one. None. 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 You call me dark. You call me skinny. You call me fat. You call me ugly. You call me unattractive. But God said this is just right. God said I make no mistakes with that one. He might have dumped you, but I love you. I died for you, girl. <laughs> Fellas, same way. I mean, come on. Fearfully, wonderfully made. So who do you think you are? No one can make you anything. I talk about it all the time. No one can make you anything. We talked about being raped or molested at a young age and how society has accepted that the common consequence of that is strippers, promiscuity, sexual, you know what I mean? If you got raped or molested at a young age, oh, yeah, that's why she strips. No more. That's no excuse. Girl, own yourself. I know that happened. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. It doesn't make me. Because that's too much power. To give somebody. I know, that I know some of y'all heard what I'm saying before. I'm going to keep drilling it because you don't hear it enough. You don't hear it enough. That's too much power to give anybody else. If they make you mad, too much power. Make you sad, too much power. It's too much power. Even if something happened in your backstory. Or you, I heard uh, Bishop Jake say some of us need to change the stories or, or change the perspective of the stories we tell ourselves or we need to rewrite how we viewed what happened to us oh that's good we need to rewrite the stories that we tell ourselves when we recall our life's experiences we need to rewrite the perspective because we will normally write a victimized story the book will be the victim, and she said this, and she did this, and I didn't even want to go to school that day because they all laughed at me, and they, and they, it will all be victimized. So now you're 34, still remembering being the victim in high school. 
Change that perspective. That can affect your happiness. Change your perspective. Yeah, nobody understood. They, they, it's cool. They didn't understand who I was back then. I was a little more animated. Was a little more. Just change the perspective. They still laughed at you, but they didn't understand. Jesus put it this way. Ah, forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. That was Jesus' perspective of being killed. What is your perspective of being lied on? What's your perspective of being laughed at? That was his of being killed, murdered. Forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. You had a lot of people in your life who didn't know how to handle you. Do not let them dictate your value. Just because they didn't know how to handle you, they didn't know the greatness that you was, they didn't know the, the, the creative that was inside of you, they didn't know the, uh -uh. They didn't know the anointing and the favor that's on your life. Do not let them dictate your value. They didn't know what they was doing. Y'all need to go back in time right now. Fifth grade, fourth grade. They, they ain't, okay, she ain't know. He didn't know. Okay, they didn't. Teachers that say, you'll never, they ain't know. My band teacher told me, if you don't learn how to read music, and I know it's like stories that you hear and the people tell testimonies, you think it's a general, he literally looked me in my face and said, Thomas, it's my first name. Thomas, if you don't learn how to read music, you'll never make it in the industry. Some of y'all like, oh, you must have learned how to read. Never learned how to read. Two Grammys later, Soul Train. I ain't gonna do all that stupid stuff. That's corny. There's nothing higher in the music industry but a Grammy, and I got two of them. So, and if I would have let him dictate my value, whose words still haunt you? Go back to that grave, go back to that graveyard and face all them ghosts like you just didn't get it. That's all. You didn't understand. That's all. I'm not going to let you haunt me another day in my life. Matter of fact, everything you're saying, I don't believe you. I am amazing. I am blessed. You have to go back to those ghosts <laughs> and say, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Change your perspective of how you thought it happened. Change it. You wrote it or you believed it. Either way, it's on you. Somebody say it's on me. The Bible says nothing outside of you can defile you. <laughs> Bills. You, you, you preach to yourself. Nothing outside. I'm talking about self-control. Remember the subject. So nothing outside of yourself can defile you. Only what comes out. So if it's already in there. That's a bigger issue than it being outside of you. I mean, all right, let, me, let me say that again. Uh, uh, uh. You can't make me angry if I don't have anger in me. That's what I'm saying. So come here, Malik. And you better, I'm telling you, next time you step to my wife, it's going to be a problem, son. I'm telling you right now, you think you tough. I don't care you play them keyboards up there with that hat. You think you something? You ain't nothing, boy. Do it again. Give me a hug. I love you, son. <laughs> I didn't make him mad. Some of y'all couldn't take that even as an example. All right, Pastor. All right, PT. Okay, PT. That's enough. All right, you ain't, you ain't preparing me. You ain't let me know. All right, okay. You spit on me. You definitely spit on me. All right, two spits. Now that's two spits. Now. Y'all couldn't even handle that, much less real life. 
but nothing outside of you should change you. Nothing outside of you shall move you. I will be steadfast, unmovable, 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 be relied on, unmovable, betrayed, unmovable, always abounding. Tell your neighbor, you can't move me. We trust in our God. And through his unfailing love, you say, we will not be shaken. Say, we, we will, will not, not be shaken. One more time. We, we will, will not, not be shaken. I'm sorry, I mean to go there. I got to do my second closing. I don't care how aggressive the outside situation is. Nothing. Nothing outside a person. So if you get upset, you need to ask, what's in me? I don't care. Now this is, a, oh, I ain't going to say that one. What's, what's in me that I, that, that I just popped off on them? I told you a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, my wife can't scream. She can't. Just, hey, sit down. Everybody in the whole house, sit down. <laughs> and I mean it. <laughs> well, voices doesn't do it. But that's like the most godly thing to me in the world. Because yeah. to raise your voice is to give someone too much yeah. anxiety and anxious. It's too much. Yeah. Why am I losing control? Yeah. I just told you not to do that. Why? I don't gotta yell. Hey, you know I just told you not to do that, right? Give me your phone. You ain't going out. Just chill. I told you not to do that, right? Cool. Go in your room. I'll see you at, you know what I mean? Just chill. Why are you, what's in you? You should never raise your voice. You should never have to raise your voice. You don't have, you don't train children by screaming at them. Well, honestly, you train them by showing them. It's not your words at all. Well, it's, it's, it's very, it's, the ratio of words and, and, and behavior, they follow your behavior more than they follow your words. So if you really want to train a child, lower your voice and do what you're asking them to do. Okay. They ready for my last closing right now. Let me end it right now. Nothing outside of, I love this. I, I could talk about this for the rest of the night for another two hours. No, I'm not. But nothing, everybody say nothing. Outside of me can move me. If it moves you, it's somewhere in you. I don't care what music you listen to. You can listen to satanic worship from now to the rapture. Just satanic worship. Please post the whole thing if you're going to post it, uh, you streamers. Pastor Ty said listen to satanic worship. Nothing outside can defile you. If you got evil and wickedness and some of the lyrics in you, then the lyrics connect with your soul and brings about a performance. Uh-oh. A performance, huh? Some people can't listen to sexually themed songs. Not because it makes me, you know, trumpety. But, 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 
kids here. Come on, y'all. It's kids here. Not that it makes you aroused, but something in you connects with something they're saying. There's a desire formed, and then there's a performance. Same thing with worship music. That's why we don't listen to worship. Why we don't listen to gospel? Really, I don't really connect with. Okay. A little scary, but I. Like who made who who made up trap? Hold on, hold on. We don't know, but we love it. I. Ooh, just that right there got me. You feel me? Something in my soul jumped. He caught by her. Did it connect with somebody in here? Because y'all all crazy like me. None of us invented trap. We followed it and enjoyed it. So why do you need a certain style of gospel? Are you understand what I'm saying? The music says, it's just, uh, uh, what, what, is, is it the, the lyrics should find you. We listen to R&B, we listen to 90s R&B until the industry flipped it. We would still be listening to every little step I take. If it wasn't for Drake, we would still, okay, y'all. Lord, send me save members, please. Can I have members that love you? Please send them here. There's room up here. Send them here. The girl rolled back her eyes and everything. How you get that lost? <laughs> she got, no, that fast. We done did worship all night. <laughs> We're blessed in the city. We're <laughs> clapping like, <laughs> you rolling your eyes at blessed, <laughs> but went off on Bobby Brown. <laughs> Lord, send me saved members. Something in those lyrics connected with something in you so if that ticked you off or triggered something where's the trigger why did I get upset why did I get bitter why did I get trumpety why did I what whoa y'all like that right start saying that around their kids <laughs> stop baby you're gonna make me trumpety <laughs> not in front of the kids my god <laughs> oh, baby, I'm trumpeting all the time, baby. I'm trumpeting. Well, uh, control yourself. Did you hear, Pastor? Control yourself. All right, stop playing. We in church. This is serious. I can tell what you believe by what you speak, how you speak, what you say, what you rehearse, what you speak. I can tell. The Bible says we believe, therefore we speak. Next scripture. We believe, therefore we speak. We believe, therefore we speak. Speak what you believe and not what you see. Speak what you believe and not what you see. Stop speaking what you see all the time. You perpetuate it in your life. If you keep talking about what you see, you keep it there. You keep it in perspective. You keep it in view. Everywhere you turn, every little step you take is going to be there. Every little. Speak what you believe and not what you see. Do y'all got that? Okay, good. So let me get this. Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me curve it now in my second closing. It's my second. Okay, third, second and a half. Own your happiness, control it. Temperance, practice temperance. I release happiness in this moment. That's my, that's my control. I, I'm, I'm Own it, don't let anyone dictate it. This is the point I'm trying to drive, all right? If you're sad in a certain thing, get vision for it. 
That'll keep you happy. I'm trying to drive. Are y'all with me on this journey? Here are some things we can do. Uh, both scientifically and spiritually, it works for sustained happiness. Are you with me? All right, let me give you these things, and we're actually going home. First one, these are not always fun, but first one, I ain't going to say it first. Just, you just look at it. Forgive. First one, forgive. Do you know a lot of our sadness and depression is linked to unresolved, unforgiven circumstances? You grown now, got a beard and everything. That situation is very over. And you're still linked to it because you haven't released it. It doesn't haunt you. You kind of like call for it through unforgiveness. You keep it around through unforgiveness. Forgiveness, as you all know, intellectually, but let's get it, let's embody it. Forgiveness frees you. It frees you from the incident. You got punched, you got slapped, you got lied on, you got raped, you got molested, you got cheated on, you got dumped, you got divorced, you, I don't know, you lost a job, whatever it is. Forgiveness frees you from it. I know you know that intellectually, but I want you to really embody it now. All right? <laughs> Forgiveness to the culture, first of all, it increases happiness, scientifically. Forgiveness increases happiness. But forgiveness to the a culture appears weak. Yeah. Like you're letting them get away with it. Uh-uh, he, and you just remind, you, and you got people around you that's going to fortify and strengthen that offense. Stop keeping people around you that strengthens offense. I left y'all over here for a little while. Let me come back over here and make sure y'all with me. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Try to give everybody attention. Unforgiveness is a weakness, not a strength. It's a, it's a weakness. <clears throat> when you don't forgive, you tie yourself to the situation forever, and you, you, you delay your happiness, okay? God said, I will not let anyone control my emotions like that, which is why my grace, where sin abound, grace abound much more, because I will never allow, not even my children, to dictate my emotions. So I'm always going to forgive you. I'm always going to be above it. I'm not going to, why'd you do that? I did that once. With Adam, well, maybe twice. He, he repented that he made man and wiped out everybody with Noah and them. Yeah. Upset. God's anger was kindled. Why did I make me? Who's it? I'm not losing my temper no more. Amen. God said, I'm not losing my temper. Son, could you do this for me, please? Yeah. Would you do that? That? Would you mind? I, I, I want to be over it. Wow. I want to dominate offense. Amen. God's way of dominating offense is forgiveness. How do you dominate offense? Forgiveness, not punishment. He tried that. Punishment is an expression of being offended. Forgiveness is, the, is being over offense. Punishment expresses offense. Forgiveness is dominating offense. Y'all got it? Don't let anybody get under your feathers like, it's cool, no problem. Praise the Lord. And get mad in the corner and get it out over there. But show forgiveness. Release you and them. Be greater than the offense. As long as you walk around mad, they can walk around like, I got them. Right. Come on now. <laughs> look, look, look. Watch, watch, watch. 
Hey, girl. Oh, see. I still got her. Oh, my God. That was 2013. She's still bad. Look, look. Watch this. Watch this. I like your bad, girl. Right. You see her? You see her? They still, they still got, what? don't let nobody be over you like that. Amen. Dominate. Amen. Are y'all hearing me, Liv? Forgiveness is one of the ultimate signs of strength. All right, let's keep going. The Bible says, and forgive us our debts as we, as we, as we have forgiven our debtors. Letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. Letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. That's Matthew 6, 12, the amplified version. So that's the Lord's prayer. Forgive us, forgive us our debts as we. It's kind of like God follows our lead on this. It's not many things God follows our lead on. Give and it shall be given. Forgive, I'll forgive. That's how important forgiveness is to God. All right. That he, okay, let me just keep going. Number two, ways to sustain happiness. Number one is forgiveness. Number two, serve. Oh, look how quiet this wonderful, beautiful church is. I love it. Acts of kindness. Serve. Scientifically increases happiness. Society teaches you getting more increases happiness. No, giving more. Y'all don't even know who wired you, do you? You thought your mom and your dad put you together. No, God made you. And the way he wired you, your body responds to serving. He said, Peter, if you don't let me do this, you ain't got no part with me. Let me wash your feet. Let me anoint you. He said, well, not only my feet, my head, and anoint everything there. Jesus said, I have to do this. Because he brought joy to him. Serving. Find somebody. Do a, Email some. E I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. They don't know. Scientists don't know if serving causes happiness or if you're happy, you serve more. They don't know which is which. It's just intertwined. It helps establish or increase happiness. Sadness and depression can also be a result of you thinking about yourself too much. Sadness and depression can also be a result of you thinking of yourself too much. You could be less depressed if you go help somebody else. I know you feel like you'll be less sad if somebody makes you happy or come over and watch Netflix with you and watch the funniest thing. No. No. You, they'll leave and you'll still be depressed. Because you can't be depressed unless you're always thinking about the dandelions and everything wrong in your life, my life, my life. But when you serve others, it increases your joy. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Help a brother out. Wash my car with me Saturday since we're talking about serving. Why don't you come help me do the car? Liv, this is the time to ask favors. Do it right now. Ask for a favor. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Give me a ride to Wawa. I want that meatball shorty real quick if you don't mind. <laughs> Come on, I'm talking about serving. Hurry up. Ask somebody. Ask somebody. <laughs> you mind running my clothes to the cleaners real quick? I got busy last night. Let me get y'all out of here. I'm done. Serve. Here we go. As for you, next scripture, my friends, it's 926, I got four minutes. As for you, my friends, you were called to be free. But do not let this freedom become an excuse for letting your physical desires control you. Instead, let love make you serve one another. 
All right. So serving is not just, I'm on the praise team. I'm on the hospitality team. I'm on the ministerial team. I'm on the, no, serve one another. Sir, oh, let me help you with your bag. I'm sorry. Let, Randall, help somebody to their car. Ladies walking to the car all late by themselves. Fellas, help them. Without an agenda, help them. Now I got quiet. Now I got quiet. See, those ladies, ladies don't want you to help them because they don't want you hitting on them and asking them for a date. I don't want a date. You can help me, but I ain't going out with you. You feel me? Can you help me without an agenda? Oh, that's good right there. Can you serve me without an agenda? That's why people don't like help, because everybody's a manipulator. Now let me go. Y'all got me talking about stuff I don't want to talk about. Don't let people manipulate you now. Serve, but don't let them manipulate you, Liv. Balance. Balance. And don't do things in the name of Liv or, or my wife and I unless we tell you. Because you go, are you coming with? Okay, I'll go. Oh, he, he go to live. She go to live. I'll do that. And then it's a crazy mess. But you did it in the name of live? Just because you see them at live? Uh-uh. If you do it, do it because you think they're cool. Independent of live. Don't put that on me. I don't know. I don't know everybody like that. Everybody don't get a blue check from me. Everybody ain't certified. All right. Next one, all right. <laughs> I have some stuff for that, but I'm going to keep going. Can I tell y'all one more thing? Y'all ready to go? Can I tell you one more? All right, cool. Look for. You can leave if you need to leave. <laughs> Look for and strengthen covenant relationships. Ah, that's a churchy word. Covenant means give and take and take. I do this for you. You do this for me. Wow. Look for those relationships. There's too many lopsided relationships in the body of Christ and we're doing it in the name of love and serving and we're depleting ourselves in the name of oh, I gotta do. God will want it. No, no. God ain't say uh-uh. Mm-mm. Only give yourself away to him. Not uh-uh. Serve one another. Go back please. Back please. Thank you. Serve one another. So whoever you're serving should serve you. Okay, husbands and wives. Never mind. I got, see how quiet it got? Shoot. You better get my dinner. I ain't never getting your dinner, but you get mine. <laughs> Go get my dinner. <laughs> never getting yours. Serve one another. Man, I wish I had time. Let me get y'all out. Forgive, serve. Here we go. Next one, meditation, okay? Meditation rescues us from the ADHD that the world aspires to rule us through the World Wide Web. Take a moment to break away from the routine of multiple tasks at once and focus on the task at hand. Unplug. Break away. Refresh your minds, if only for a moment. Meditate. The Bible says, uh, Blessed the man that walketh not in the counsel of the godly, no stands in the way of sinners, no sit on the seat of the scorn, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in the law does he meditate day and night. A blessed man loves the word. Okay? And he meditates on it. He thinks about it day and night. He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And he should bring forth fruit in the seed. And his leaves are not with him. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Are you ready to get to the place where whatever you do prospers? It starts with meditating on the word. With it. 
you're not ready to prosper if you don't love the word. You're not ready. All right, I can talk about that later. Good, we'll talk about that later. All right, two more things. Journaling. Next one, quickly. Journaling. Just journal one positive, positive experience over the last 24 hours. It allows your brain to relive it. When you write it, not that old text. And, I ain't talking about posting. That's not. Write it. Write the vision. Make it plain. When you write, it allows your brain to relive it, and the happy, the happy chemicals are released in your body, and it keeps you happy just journaling. Look at your neighbor and say, write it. If you enjoyed it, write it. If you loved it, write it. If you would like it, journal it. It keeps you happy. This is how you own it. You own your own happiness. This ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. You do it. Amen? All right, the next one, exercise. Exercise tells your brain that discipline and behavior matters. Exercise trains your brain to let you know that discipline and uh, behavior matters. Last but not least, I got to go quickly, y'all, because we'll have another day to break it down. Last but not least, gratitude. Be grateful. Thanksgiving is the language of faith. I want to challenge you for 21 days. I'm done, son. 21 days? Yeah. Can I challenge you for 21 days? Now, the study said three. I'm going to say two. For 21 days, live. write down or document two things a day that you are grateful for. Okay? Two things a day for 21 days that you're grateful for. You can start out, I can breathe. I can see. Cool. Fine. You can start those two and, and go to whatever. For 21 days, document in some way what you're grateful for. What that will do is the brain will retain a pattern of scanning the world for the positive. <laughs> and not the negative that social media and the news just brings to you. You get bad news easy. You got to look for good news. It'll train your brain to have a pattern of looking at positive, looking at a situation positive. You'll scan the room for something positive. This is just practical. I'm sorry, I ain't, ain't laying hands and y'all ain't speaking in tongues, but sometimes you don't need that. God told them, stop praying. There's sin in the camp. Why are you praying? Fix that. So everything is not a speak in tongues and shout thing. It starts there, but then when you get the wisdom, you got to apply something. Okay? 21 days, get two things that you're grateful for. Either write it, put it on your phone, Document it in some way. For 21 days, your brain will retain a pattern of scanning the world for the good, and your happiness will be sustained. Yeah. Keep calm. Keep calm. Keep, keep calm and, and, and don't lose control. Keep calm and control yourself. Control yourself. Control yourself like a player on a game. Everything it does, you tell it to do. What are you, when I say control yourself, I don't mean stop. What are you doing? Control what you're doing. Control it. Through the spirit of God is possible. Father, I thank you for your word tonight, for your wisdom, for your encouragement. We thank you for forgiveness, which is a power. We thank you for serving, which is a power. We thank you for meditation. We thank you for journaling. We thank you for exercise. We thank you for gratitude. All these things we 
put into place that our joy will be sustained. Ultimately, our happiness is in you, Jesus. So as long as you're alive and with me, I'm happy. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say all is well. Say it is so. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.